Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! And now, Superman, champion of the weak and the oppressed, who came to Earth on the planet Krypton with physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who fights a never-ending battle against crime and injustice, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a large metropolitan newspaper. Superman, in the guise of Clark Kent and Jimmy Olsen, are now in the midst of another baffling mystery. In our last episode, we met for the first time the strange character known as Comanche Joe, a full-blooded Indian friend of Editor White and one of the richest oil men in America. Comanche Joe had come to the city to hire a detective in order that he might solve the mystery of the howling coyote, a coyote which howled just before some terrible thing was to happen. Editor White, sensing a good story, sent Kent and Jimmy to spend a few weeks with Comanche Joe on the Indian's ranch. As our last episode ended, our friends were driving along a narrow trail from the station to Comanche Joe's ranch when the cry of the coyote was heard. And then, shortly after, the terrible thing happened. Wait a minute. Look. Look. That's an avalanche coming at us. An avalanche? Yes, Jimmy. The whole side of the mountain is sliding down toward us. Gosh, the howling of that coyote really meant something. Imagine if the avalanche doesn't bury us, it'll throw us off into the canyon. Maybe we get past before the avalanche hits us. Get there. We'll have a make it, Comanche. The rocks are starting to fall all around us. Look at those big boulders flying through the air. We've got to get past. We've got to get past. boulder hit the trail and went right through. Yes, and took half the trail with it. Well, Comanche, we were certainly lucky to have missed that. But we can't get through now. The trail isn't wide enough for the wagon. Wait a minute, Kent. That avalanche is still cooking up there. we better get out and run for it. Yes, you're right. The whole mountain will be coming down on us. Will be. Look, it is coming down on us. Huh? We're finished. We can't go back and we can't move forward. We're right in the path of that avalanche. It's the end, all right. Look at those trees flying through the air. Hundreds of them uprooted. And the rocks in the... Oh, Jimmy, what? He's been knocked out. A falling rock is small. Hit him on the head. He's unconscious. Oh, I see. Ken, I thank the gods for that. You won't have to live through the horrible fate that awaits you and me. Yes. Yes, Comanche, you're right. Look. It's really coming down on us now. The whole side of the mountain. No. Fifteen seconds from now, it'll be all over. Look, Comanche. Look over there. What? What? Oh. I had to do that. I had to knock him out. Now it's Superman. I'll grab the horses by their bits and speed through the air so fast that the wagon itself won't fall. Up, up, and out over the canyon. Up and away! Ah, just in time. Now to land them all safely on the canyon floor. There. There we are. Now to set the scene for my explanation. 
Now, let's see. I'll put Jimmy about 30 feet from the wagon. There. And put Comanche about 30 feet or so from Jimmy. Ah, so. Oh, Comanche's coming, too. Better hurry. Tip the wagon over. I can smash a good deal of it with my fist. There we are. And now to pretend unconsciousness, says Clark Kent. Here, I'll lie down right here. You sure you're all right, Jimmy? Sure, Comanche. I'm feeling okay, except for this bump on my head. Riding up in front of you on this horse isn't too comfortable either. Uh-huh. I will be at the ranch in another few minutes. Even though it isn't very uncomfortable for you, it's a lot better than walking, eh? How those horses escaped injury will always be a mystery to me. Well, that is funny. The wagon itself was smashed to bits, and yet the horses were unharmed. Well, that's not the only strange part about it, Kent. Somebody knocked me out. I've got a funny feeling you did. <laughs> oh, really, Comanche, you flatter me. Think of me knocking you out. Uh-huh. Oh, you must have been hit by a flying rock and then dreamed it maybe while you were unconscious. Well, maybe I did. Well, it sure does seem awfully real to me as if it actually happened. My jaw feels terribly sore, too. Well, that's probably where the rock struck you. Yes, maybe. Maybe. Hang it off, Kent. This whole thing bothers me. There's something funny about it. Actually, all of us ought to be dead. We should be lying buried under tons of rock and earth at the bottom of the canyon. How we escaped. How we could have possibly escaped. Well, I just can't figure it out. Hey, what's that up ahead of us? Huh? Oh, that's the ranch. We've arrived at last. Oh. <laughs> the boys have caught sight of us. Oh, it'll be quite a welcome party, I can tell you that. If here they come now, see? <laughs> <laughs> Chief, look at him. All right now, Kamita. Yeah. That's insight, isn't it? Certainly is, Jimmy. Look at the dust those horses are kicking up. <laughs> well, I better answer those yells of welcome, huh? Holy mackerel, Comanche. That makes the hair on my head stand on end. <laughs> Let you know Comanche walk right, Jimmy. Here it is again. Will you teach me how to yell like that? <laughs> I certainly will, Jimmy. <laughs> Hi there, Comanche. You're good to have you back with us. Thanks, Rawson. I want you to meet some friends of mine, Clark Kent and Jimmy Olsen. Yes. This is my ranch foreman, Rawson. How, how are you, you? Rawson? Well, we'll escort you all into the rain. Let's go, men. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Say, Comanche, who's huh? that man over there on the gray horse? Huh. Oh, the tall, skinny fellow with the hawk nose? Oh, he looks about eight feet tall to me. <laughs> I'd Tumbleweed Jones. Why, he's carrying a bow and a quiver of arrows instead of a gun. Yeah, that's right. Tumbleweed never uses a gun. He does his hunting the way the Indians used to. He's the best shot with a bow and arrow in the country. He also makes the best fudge you ever ate. He makes fudge? Yes. Gee, that's sissy stuff. Oh, <laughs> oh Jimmy. Don't let Tumbleweed hear you say that. Hey, Tumbleweed, right over this way, huh? I want you to meet Clyde Kent and Jimmy Olsen, Tumbleweed. Gee, hello. Hiya. Well, Comanche tells us you're the best shot with a bow and arrow in these parts. No, sir. I'm the best shot in the entire world. Oh, <laughs> Ain't nobody can beat me with a bow and arrow. Not even that dar fella, Robert Hood. Have some fudge? Make it myself. Well, sure. Thanks. Uh, yes. Yes, thanks a lot. Comanche, how come you fellas riding in on the horses? What happened to that bar buckboard? Well, Tumbleweed, there's a story that'll top any tall yarn you've ever told. And you've sure told some tall ones. You tell it, Comanche, I'll top it. Well, we are riding along Misery Trail, about 5,000 feet above the canyon floor, when suddenly 
We heard the coyote howl. Ah, the coyote again, eh? Yes. I guess you fellas has heard about that. That's the dangest thing ever did happen. Every time that coyote howls, something happens not long afterwards. It's an old Comanche legend, you know. Yes, they know Tumbleweed. Well, as I was saying, we heard the coyote howl. And then shortly afterwards, an avalanche started. Whoa! Whoa! Well, Orton, here I am. Hello, Dusty. Let's get going. We can talk along the way. Right. Rosen, I'm getting tired of riding way out here in the mountains for these meetings. Why can't we get together back at the range? And take a chance letting the cat out of the bag? Don't be a fool, Dusty. Unless you and me see each other back at the range, the better. Okay, Rosen, better it is. What's on your mind this time? Whatever it is, I hope it's a better idea than that there avalanche scheme of yours. Yeah, that's a funny thing how they escaped that avalanche. Can't understand it. Rode out there yesterday just to look the place over. Dynamite did the trick all right. A good half mile of that trail's been torn away. Yet they escaped. Well, funnier things have happened. What you got cooking this time? Well, I got a new angle, Dusty. Now, what we want to do is to get Comanche Joe into such a spot that he'll be glad to sell the ranch and the oil fields, lock, stock, and barrel for practically nothing. Sure. Now, we got to convince him that that old Indian legend about the coyote howling is really true. We got to work on that primitive superstition every Indian's got deep down inside him. So far, this coyote gag hasn't convinced him of anything. Well, no key. So what we got to do is work on Comanche Joe through his family. You mean the old chief on the Comanche reservation? Yeah, you got it. Old Chief Running Fox is Comanche Joe's father. Yeah. Now, regardless of how modern Comanche Joe thinks he is, he'll listen to whatever the old chief says. What we've got to do is to get Chief Running Fox to persuade Comanche Joe that the legend of the howling coyote is true. Now, once we get him believing that, rest will be easy. Now, how are you going to do it? How are you going to get next to Chief Running Fox? Yeah, that's easy. Tonight at the reservation, they're holding a ceremony of welcome for this guy, uh, Clark Cannon, the kid Jimmy Olson. I've heard they're going to make them both members of the tribe. Yeah, that's right. So what? Well, now, you know the part of the ceremony where the fellow they're initiating has to do a dance on top of that big uh, war drum they have. Yeah, I've seen it lots of times. Has to get up on top of that big drum and dance around. That's right. Well, okay, then. When the kid gets up on that drum, those Indians are going to hear the coyote howl. Yeah, and then what? You, Dusty, are going to be laying out in the woods. You'll have a rifle with you. You'll have your sights trained on that kid. It'll be a clear shot because he'll be all alone on top of the drum. Ah. I think I get it. When I hear the coyote howl, I press the trigger. <laughs> you got it, Dusty. You got it. All you got to do is wing it. But don't miss, Dusty. Don't miss. Now, come on. Let's get back to the ranch. Get up there. Come on. Yep. Well, it begins to look as if our young friend Jimmy Olsen is in grave danger. Will Superman, himself unaware of the danger that threatens Jimmy, be able to save his young friend? Will Dusty and Rawson be able to frighten Comanche Joe into selling out his holdings? Be sure to hear the next thrill-packed episode with Superman. And remember, tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.